So how does clarity get lost? One of the things that I have really come to recognize is that clarity gets lost because we are often too focused on what we're not, right? We're focused on what we're not doing enough of or what we're lacking. So there are two specific ways, just to break this down a little bit more, on why clarity or why you feel like you often are like floating and I don't know land and grasping and looking for solutions to things or trying to figure out why are you so confused. These are two things, specific ways that your clarity gets lost, okay? And if you can figure out how you fit into these two things, you are more able to create a clear decision, clear method and strategy on growing your business while living with chronic illness and with ease. And also by doing this, by launching a podcast. Okay. So number one reason why clarity gets lost is you are constantly thinking you are not doing enough, right? And I'm going to go into each of these these two things individually, but I wanted to share with you them just in bullet points. So you are constantly thinking you are not doing enough. Number two, you are constantly searching to learn something new so you can get it right. These two reasons make feeling confident and sure really almost close to impossible. It's not to say that you have to completely 100% get rid of these mindset and these triggers of like actions in order to get to where you want to be and to create the success you want. It's that you have to be aware that these little mind and action devils, these two things of not feeling like you're doing enough and searching for quote unquote the right way are actually things that are getting in the way of you being clear. And this is why you feel like you have trouble and why you continue to feel stuck and lost because you're searching for a fix and not tapping into your strengths. You're searching for a fix of not doing enough. You're searching for a fix of doing it right. And every person that you have ever looked up to and their business or in their personal life is that yes, they had guiding principles and a foundation on what would work for general people. They still had to discover themselves in that to bring to the fruition of what needed to be brought about. So for success to win or for success to happen, for clarity to happen, you have to be really clear on you. You have to be really clear on what your strengths are, what you bring to the table, what your weaknesses are, all of those things. And this is not just for your business, y'all. This helps you in your life, your relationships, with your boundaries. And it is not to say that you have all these perfect things going on with your personality and your values and they're all equally perfect, right? That's not the case. But knowing who you are, what you care about, what moves you, what motivates you, helps you to not get so lost all of the time. It helps you identify what is off kilter 
right? So going back to those two things, you are constantly thinking that you are not doing enough, okay? When you are thinking this, you are disregarding what you have done, okay? Let me say that again. When you're constantly thinking you are not doing enough, you are disregarding, discounting what you have already done, right? And because you're discounting that, you cannot even look back to see. (laughs) You cannot even look back to see what may have been beneficial, what may have worked for you, because you are too busy going straight ahead thinking that nothing worked, okay? And you're constantly searching to learn something new so you can get something right. And it's constantly a part of your thought process. You are constantly thinking something is missing. You're constantly thinking, I'm just not doing it right. Like the the results that I receive, which in your opinion have been I'm not doing enough. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not doing anything right. It's costing you your ability to see clearly, right? Because you are in the fear state of thinking that I'm not enough. You're in the fear state of thinking I'm not doing it right. So you can't really see clearly. Let me tell you how the brain works. The brain is like hyper-focused on this thought and fear and feeling and sensations of, In order for me to succeed, in order for me to win, I have to be perfect. I have to know exactly what needs to happen in all of the different contexts. And so therefore, all the things that I've done can't be working because they're not registering as working because you aren't seeing them as working, right? So oftentimes we spend a lot of our energy and time being lost, when all we needed to do was slow down and look back to find out where we're not lost. Often when I'm working with my clients in a one-on-one capacity, especially helping them create their offers, because in order to launch your podcast and to make $100,000 with ease, we have to focus on what are you offering? Who are you wanting to work with? And often the biggest thing It's the number one that gets in the way of them feeling, I'm unsure, I'm lost, I'm unclear, right? And it's the thought of, I'm not enough. It's not enough, right? Their offer is not enough. They end up stuffing their offers, right? The first run they give me is like all of this stuff. And then when it comes to creating a price, it's like all of these things why it's not worth enough. And it's all of these things like discounting their own personal results of why they cannot give them or help their clients do that. And my job as a coach often is to help my clients to see that where were the results of, yes, you did do it right. Where were the results of, it didn't rain money, but it rained some dollars and some dollars was five. So how are you reiterating? How are you going back to see what works for you. This is something that I really have had to hone just like personally. So yes, I'm talking about being clear and and focused in your business and not letting clarity get lost. But I'm also talking to you from the context of this happening in your life. You know, what if you were trying to lose weight and you never lost the weight, right? But you lost inches, but you never paid attention right? What if you were trying to figure out what essential oils or breathwork or journaling aspect of something was helpful, 
But because you weren't consistent in it, you never really saw that, hey, I felt better, right? So for me in my personal journey, I have literally taken some of the things that I've done in my personal journey and realized, man, when I slowed down and looked at everything I was doing and being extremely intentional, I saw greater results in the context of I was able to repeat them, right? We beat ourselves up and we often believe that beating ourselves up creates the motivation. But how is that helping you, right? If you're constantly thinking that you can't be getting this right and you are not enough, how can you ever actually see and analyze if that is really true unless you stop and pause and look at it? And that is something that when I work with my clients, we're working on. We work on creating a system and I call this the real you framework. The real you framework is a self-serving cycle so that you know what is your reset mode, right? What, What do you need in order to reset on a regular basis? What do you need in order to embrace and evolve how you view yourself, right? What do you need to do to align your thoughts versus your negative thinking? What do you need to leverage in your strengths as well as in your weaknesses to create a fully aligned offer, right? So the real you creates clarity. The real you is not exclusion of your imperfections. It's not exclusion of you not knowing it all. It includes it. What happens is we go to the farthest extreme of excluding what is good, what we are capable of, what we have done, because the negative always weighs heavier, right? And if you're living with chronic illness, we know that to be true. We know that pain often wins. Whether we want it to or not, it wins. And until we acknowledge that pain wins, And like live in the pain at times and recognize what else is possible. If we're always chasing and like running away from the pain, do we really ever heal? And that is the power of being one with yourself, right? Knowing who you are, getting clear on who you are. That's what creates clarity. That's what creates confidence, right? Because when you know that even when I'm like crappy and I'm doing it right, I know at least this much of me, the real me, the 5% of me can create a result because it includes all of me versus all of the worst parts of me, right? And that is something we have to work on because as chronic illness warriors, one, we have been constantly been berated by other people's thoughts and and opinions about what we are capable of. And we've gone above and beyond to try to prove that. And we've done that to the detriment of ourselves. Not okay. Not okay. So in order to create clarity and feel less loss, right? There are three things you must do. You have to know who you are. You have to be aware of when you are thinking critically of yourself and you have to know how it's affecting your actions and your ability to see what you can and can't do. 
And as your coach, that's one of the best ways that I really help my clients create results. That's one of the best ways my clients go on to make $100,000 with ease, as well as launch a podcast. It's because I help them to see the things that they have been so blinded to see of themselves because they're so critical of themselves, right? There's a difference between judgment and discernment. I've recently been taking another positive intelligence course, and it got me thinking about a principle found in the Bible about judgment. There's this theme throughout the Bible that talks about we are not the judges. We are not equipped to judge ourselves and no one else, really, because we are flawed. We are imperfect. Our thinking is imperfect, to say the least. So when we judge, we create not great results. We create negative results, right? So the difference between judgment and discernment is that judgment leads to no positive result, really, right? Discernment allows you to be aware, right? Allows you to call it forward and then to use other positive thoughts and parts of you to create a solution. And that is a habit and that is a routine that takes time. It takes effort. And sometimes our little judgy negative selves will hold on for dear life to those negative things because it believes that's the best way for us to thrive. And I'm telling you, the best way to thrive is to use your strengths, to use your compassion, to use modesty, to use humility, to use your discernment to create clarity. And as your coach, that's what I'm going to guide you to do. And I will use my real you framework to help you create that in your business so that you are creating a sustainable, profitable, and joy-filling, spoon-giving business, okay? So if that's something you're interested in, if that's something you want support in, I'm taking one-on-one clients right now. You can go to the email or in the show notes to book a call. And let's create the real you framework around creating your next $100,000 with ease by launching a podcast or doing it in a way that aligns with you. All right. As always, I'm going to end these little mini-sodes with, remember, you are crafted to thrive.